You're listening to the World Watch weekly podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada. My name is Jared. I'm so glad you've chosen to join us today for what I hope is going to be a really wonderful episode. I'm joined by a very special guest, Charity from Nigeria. Charity, good morning and thank you for being with us. Thank you. Charity, uh, at Open Doors Canada, we have shared your story a little bit on our website and on our blog before. Uh, But for our listeners, I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. And um, well, we'll get into the story later, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. My brothers and sisters from Canada, thank you for having a wonderful time with you. I am Charity Jeremiah from Nigeria. I'm from Adamawa State, uh, based in Bioku. I'm married with three kids. Charity, a number of years ago, you and your village had an experience that changed your life and that caused you to experience God in a new way when Boko Haram carried out an attack. Uh, would you be willing to share with our listeners uh, the story of that attack and what happened to you and to your family? Yes, uh, it was um, 2014 during harvest time. The first attack starts, and uh, we ran. We left our our home. Uh, I feel hopeless. I I I I separated with my children. The two of my children got separated, and. Uh, after some days, we we reunited again, and that the second attack it was uh, two thousand and fifteen during our pray uh, twenty one days prayer and fasting. Uh, it was uh, January. Then they they came again to our our village. We ran again into the bush. And I also got separated with my children, and uh, I don't know where to find them. And uh, I just uh, have a place to hide myself and start thinking how to bring them back. So as I I was praying, then there is a one village close to where we ran to. Some people there offer us food and they bring the food so that we can help ourselves. And uh, I went there to eat. I, I started thinking that I was, uh, I was fasting and uh, my children are not with me. And uh, I start thinking if I eat that food, what about my children? Then I just rejected the food. Yes, I rejected the food. And one thing came over me, a voice came and 
asked me, why are you rejecting the food? Do you want to die with hunger? They said, no, devil. I remember one uh, verse in the Bible, in the book of Matthew 4, 4, that said, man shall not live by bread alone. Yeah, but by the word coming from the Lord. I key into it. I asked God to send me that word and encourage me. After some days, we met again with my children. Mm-hmm. That's what was happened. Can you tell us how you felt when you were reunited with your children for the first time? I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel good. I, I, I was, I was rejoicing. Yeah. I, I, I shed tears because tears of joy because I, we, we, we met again. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what was it like with your whole village in the aftermath of the attack? Was it more everybody coming together uh, as a community or was it very difficult to establish the village in after the attack? Yeah, we find it difficult because uh, they are they are they are they were still around the village, and uh, we are just uh, hiding ourselves, sneaking into the village to have something to eat. Mm. So it was very difficult. In yes, in that time, how did you feel towards God? Was it uh, was it joy because you were reunited with your children after a few days, or was it uh, devastation for what had happened? I was, I was bitter. I yeah. felt bad and blamed God for allowing this thing to uh, continuously happen. And uh, many people in our village were killed, mm-hmm. and they destroy our 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 things that we labored for long, and uh, they also destroy our houses. So I asked God, why? Why are you allowing this thing to happen? So I blame God. Why did he allow this thing to happen? And how did your relationship with God change moving forward? How were you able to deal with those feelings? Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I, I was moved away from God. I isolate myself. I don't even pray. I was angry. I understand. I I didn't understand why he allowed this thing to happen to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about how you began the process of healing from that? Well, when my healing came, when the ministry introduced the trauma care program in our village, mm-hmm. so by that time. Uh, I also understand the different persecution, uh, why the trauma uh, and certain things to happen to us. And uh, uh, the, this trauma group, uh, the ministers, uh, the ministry, and re- reestablishing my relationship with God and built my faith. Mm. And I repent, I realized that I was angry with God and I asked him for forgiveness. And now I'm happy. Uh, I can able to encourage others. Uh, I I reach some people, some our believers that are going through these uh, incidents. Mm. Charity, I think if I was in that position, I would feel incredibly angry at God and would have a hard time moving past that. So you're an incredible example of faith. 
I wonder if you could tell us a little bit uh, in the process of the of healing from the trauma through the trauma care ministry. Was there anything that you learned about God or something that was shown to you in a new way? Yeah, in everything we have to uh, put our faith or our trust in God, because God can able to do anything, and with all things. God can able to do it. Hmm. Then without God, you can't do anything. So I learned that. I say, okay, God, forgive me. Hmm. So that is how I recovered, how I rebuilt my felt and continue the journey. Hmm. Uh, how is your family doing now? How are your children? They are all fine. They are better now. Yeah. They're doing fine. Yeah. What is, what is life like in your village right now, years after the attacks? In my village, everybody is doing fine. Uh, they even we we even always have fellowship, even in the streets, even in the church. Uh, people are still coming to the church. Uh, we have some new converts, hmm. visitors, and uh, shall we rebuild our faith because we we always go out for outreaches. Uh, like on Saturday evening, we go around in the village and share the words. So everyone is feeling better now. Oh, I'm so glad. So Charity, right now in your village, is there still a fear of further attacks? Is the threat of violence uh, still present? Yes, yes. Uh, they are still coming and coming over and over like... Uh, Kinapas and the Fulani headmanship and the rest of them, they are still coming. But because of this uh, ministry, we can able to encourage ourselves. We can mm. able to 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 have a good relationship. Right. Yes. It seems to me that it would be very difficult to remain faithful and. Uh, to keep trusting in God when there is the threat of further attacks. So how do you, as a Christian, live faithfully under these circumstances? Okay, the attacks are true, but uh, we always encourage them to be faithful with God, to keep on praying, uh, keep on uh, researching, uh, going to church, uh, visiting our neighbors, brothers, and uh, doing prayer and fasting. Hmm. So as to what we are doing. Wow. So you're able as Christians to fellowship with each other and encourage and pray for each other and get through the hardships in that way. That's really wonderful to hear. Uh, Charity, how can our listeners here in Canada be praying for you and for other believers in Nigeria? Well, uh, I want you people to pray for us. Uh, the entire Canada, Christian in Canada, uh, brothers and sisters, pray for this uh, a terrorist group mm. to stop what they are doing right. and to ask God to intervene into this issue and uh, also to let God bring confusion among them mm. and uh, let them know God. And uh, also want you to pray for the peace to reign in our country. And uh, 
let God restore our happiness, rebuild our faith. And also our ministers here, I mean the pastors, that God will give them more wisdom and make them to endure. Mm. Yes. Wow, Charity. Can I uh, just pray for you and for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria as we finish the interview? Yes, of course. Lord God, thank you for Charity and for her family and the ways that you have protected and encouraged her in the last number of years. Lord, after such a devastating situation, uh, it could have been so easy to lose faith. And I praise you for what you've done to encourage Charity's heart and to bring her back together with her family. Thank you that they are all together and well today. Lord, so much difficulty and so much pain for people in Nigeria who are dealing with attacks and with violence. So I pray that you would encourage and protect them today. Lord, I pray for those who are part of these groups that attack other people. I pray that you would work in their hearts, that you would show yourselves to them, that their plans to do harm would be prevented, Lord, and that there would just be changes made in the country to prevent these attacks uh, from happening. I pray that you would be the Prince of Peace in Nigeria and that peace would reign in the country. I pray for charity and her church community and her village. Lord, I pray that you would encourage them and help them to continue being a, a light for you in their village. Lord, thank you that they are able to encourage one another and fellowship together. Thank you for this trauma care program that has allowed Charity and her family to heal. Lord, I pray that you would encourage those who are part of that program. May it be used to bless many people. Lord, thank you for Charity and for the witness that she is for you. May you continue to bless and protect her and her family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Charity, thank you so much for being with us today. God bless you. Well, and thank you so much for joining in to the World Watch Weekly podcast again this week. As always, give us a follow on social media at Open Doors Canada. Let us know what you thought of this episode and let us know what you'd like to hear on future episodes. We'll be back again next week. And until then, God bless. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find more ways to pray for your persecuted family on our website at opendoorscanada.org or follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada.